Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Veterans Onward to Prosperity. Today, we are going to continue the conversation around mental health. Remember, April was Mission Money Possible. May is Mission Mental Health Possible. And we have been talking about what it's like to be cranking out the days, stuck in a dark tunnel, wondering if you're ever going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And today we are gonna be continuing that conversation, but talking a little bit more about PTSD as it pertains to being stuck because you don't know how to go forward in life or you just feel as though there's no way that you're gonna ever be able to see the light of day or out of that dark tunnel. But I'm here to tell you there is a way. The more information that we receive, the better we're more aware of what's taking place, right? Well, today we are very blessed to have with us Dr. Tim Wiles, and he is a PhD that majors in helping us exactly as I have explained on how to get through the tunnel of PTSD. So don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. I'm your host, Master Sergeant Retired, Anna Maria Bolivin, that is blessed today to be conversing with Dr. Tim Wiles. Welcome to the show. That's it, Master Sergeant. It is great to be here. And, uh, <laughs> there's, you know, I tell you, one of the things that does happen is that life can't go sideways. There are things that happen that none of us put on our calendar or we schedule and unfortunately can really have uh, a significant impact in our, in our life in a negative way. And uh, it's good to know that there are things that we can do, like you said, to where, where we can make our way through that dark tunnel and to be able to live better, uh, to be able to live well and in a way that uh, we all desire. Yes, I went through a period of time in my life where I was so depressed that I never really believed. Now that's a key, right? Believed that there would ever be another day where I could actually be me but you are here to show us there is a way that we can get through this. Yeah, that's right. And, and um, you know, in the times when we experience traumatic effects, um, they really impact every bit of who we are. And, and I think you, you hit the nail on the head. You don't feel like yourself. And, you know, most people, particularly, you know, like the level where you're at and, and many veterans, they've worked super hard. They're high achievers. They're people that just go out and, and get it done. Um, people that have that suck it up and drive on mentality. And there's a good part of that, but there's also a part that works against us. And we feel like, oh no, something's wrong with me. Uh, life's gone sideways and, and what's happening here that I can't seem to kind of get where I want to go. And, and there's things that will impact us um, cognitively in terms of our brain, our emotions, eas you know, easily angered, uh, affects your spirituality, uh, your job, your relationships, people you love, and even your finances. So 
you know, every bit of who we are uh, is impacted by PTSD, no question. Okay, so now that we know this, what do we do? Yeah, that's right. So, well, you know, PTSD, um, you know, there are a lot of people that focus on the diagnosis of it, and we need those people in our lives. And they're, they're pretty important because I think getting to that place to know that, hey, there is something real uh, that's happening to me. It's not something made up. Uh, and I, I think that's a challenge because a lot of people think, oh, no, you know, it's because you're weak or something you're just making up or or people don't quite understand it. Well, it is real. In fact, one in seven people that go through a trauma experience some really significant uh, impacts in their life. And I think that that's something that is important. And I don't like to look at it like a disorder. Um, you know, if, if you put your hand out there and I smacked it with a hammer, we wouldn't call that a pain disorder. Um, and so it's a normal response to uh, an event that's kind of messed up. Same thing with PTSD. The experience of trauma, whether whether that's mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual, environmental, you know, it's not a disorder in terms of, of how we react to that. Um, so the nervous system is created so that we could survive. And, um, you know, the idea is, is that if, if I put my hand on a burner, you know, as, you know, say a young boy, the next time I get close to that and you feel that heat and you draw back, we wouldn't call that a disorder. It's actually there to protect you and to help you live. And, and that's what happens with a traumatic response inside of us. And the good thing is to know how that nervous system uh, functions and that we can actually do something about it to create new, stronger, healthier patterns uh, so that we can be well. This sounds very promising. Tim, can you show us more? Yeah, um, what I'd like to do now uh, is actually go to a particular screen uh, to be able to share so that I can talk about the nervous system uh, just a little bit. And what you're seeing here um, is an actual electrocardiogram. And the reason why I'm showing you this is to know that uh, this actually affects um, our heart, our brain, but I've lost a, a pretty important uh, systems within our body. And so we call that your autonomic nervous system or it's your automatic function that's there. And when we, we analyze it, we can actually gain a picture of how well the nervous system is functioning in terms of the stress response, how it's impacting your, your fitness, your mental ability, your resilience, your sleep, your fitness. And those are all really key drivers to being able to, to live well. And so what you see here is those spikes uh, in the ECG is where the heart beats. And and at the top, you see the um, where it says RR intervals. Those are actually milliseconds, or in the first section, it's you know 1,020. That's 1 1.2 seconds, 1.4, 0.93, and so on. Well, people tend to think that the heart beats in a very metronome-like way, in a very exact way, but actually that's not true. Um, when we exhale, our heart slows down, and when we inhale, it speeds up, or the distance between the beats shortens. Now, what does all that mean? Um, here's the part that's really weird. The more variation you get between beats, the healthier you are and the more resources you have to be able to deal with stress. So mm -hmm. that's something that's pretty strange. So what you're saying is the more, when we're stressed, we're, we're taking shallower breaths and not deep breaths. And that's, a sense that is causing our trigger of not being able to handle stress in our bodies. So our breathing patterns are affected. Um, and um, when, when you do experience uh, something like, uh, you know, uh, stress where there's anxiety, we tend to breathe very fast and very shallow. 
And what that does is it actually decreases the amount of variance between heartbeats. And so our, it, it's kind of, it's what it's like is to think in, um, that it takes more money out of your bank account uh, than usual. So uh, it's harder to pay the rent on the demands that the body has. Uh, and same thing with depression, um, we tend to breathe very shallow, but very, very slow. And the same thing happens between heartbeats. Um, it actually decreases the amount of distance, um, which means that we have less resources and less resilience. So they tend to work against us. So um, I'll show you an example later on where um, we actually have um, uh, we actually have the ability to use our breathing pattern and we can impact our nervous system to give us more resources. So that's a great thing. And, and that is hope at the end of the tunnel. So without any drugs or without anything else, our simple breathing patterns alone can really make a big impact. Wow. I would have to say that in dealing with my own trauma and trying to recover from it, I did learn some breathing techniques that uh, were very, very helpful while trying to cope with the idea of not being a 1.0 anymore and having yeah. to be okay with being a 2.0. But even when I get in stress situations now, several years later, I go back to using those breathing techniques. Now I understand why they work. Yeah. Um, and one of the things is, is that they help to overcome the emotions that change our heart rate, but we can also work that the other way around. And when we give our, our nervous system more resources, then it changes the way in which our brain works as well. So it actually works in reverse, which is, which is pretty interesting. And um, wanted to show you just kind of a map of the nervous system. And uh, are you able to see that at this particular point in time? Yes. Okay, perfect. So what you see is there's two sides. One side is called sympathetic and the other is called parasympathetic. So I don't want to get all bogged down in the science, but on the sympathetic side, that's hormones like adrenaline and cortisol, um, blood sugars. On the parasympathetic side, it's hormones that actually build you up and, and, and has whole different sen sense of resources like human growth hormone, um, testosterone, insulin, and DHEA, which is a wonderful hormone that the brain just loves from the standpoint of happiness and, and just you know overall well-being. Um, but the whole point I wanted to show you here in this particular slide is that um, the nervous system affects a lot of key functions. So you see everything really from you know head to toe, it, it's impacting that's pretty important. And our breathing patterns alone can actually help us make a shift to get from anxiety to a place of peace uh, and stability. So um, yeah, so what, what questions do you have as you kind of look at that? And I'll go ahead and go back to Anne-Marie at this point point in time. This is truly amazing. The way our bodies were created to basically, um, you know, get a hold of ourselves. Yeah, that's right. We're going to talk more about this uh, when we get back from this message. Please stay tuned.
Hi, my name is Julia Romaldi. Please come join us on the Disability Channel. Please stay tuned. We have amazing guests. Hi, and welcome back. I'm your host, Master Sergeant Retired, Anna Maria Bliven. Blessed today to be talking with Dr. Tim Wiles, and he is teaching us how in moments of stress and trauma, we can get a hold of ourselves. Yeah, that's right. And um, one of the things I want to do now is go back uh, to another screen and kind of show you how all this works. Um, the last slide that I was talking about, there were two sides of the nervous system, one sympathetic and one parasympathetic. And those are pretty fancy names for different sides of the nervous system. But basically the parasympathetic, you can almost think of this like a cell phone and making a call. Um, when you make a cell phone call, it just drains your battery. The phone doesn't care if it's a happy call or if it's something distressing, it still drains the battery. Same thing in our body. So stress is actually using resources and recovery is when you build those back up. It's like plugging your cell phone back in and recharging your batteries. So the same thing happens in the nervous system. And what you have on this particular screen is a 24 hour measurement actually of a veteran and red is a dominant stress response and green is the recovery where your body replenishes and rebuilds reserves. And that's really important for immune function, uh, for brain function, uh, for overall energy, just to be able to deal with life's demands. And one of the things that you'll see is at 2200, um, right before there's a purple line, which is sleep, you'll see a big spike in red. And that is actually a flashback. So one of the things that PTSD is famous for is reliving a traumatic event. And it could be 20 years ago, but it creates a present response of stress uh, and it brings everything back and affects your physiology uh, in a tremendous way. So what you're seeing here is at, at 10 o'clock at night, even though this person was able to work all day and stay busy, they experienced this huge spike of stress. And the first few hours of sleep where you see that purple line all the way till two in the morning, um, you'll see is in the red. So even though they're asleep, they're still in a dominant stress state. And it's like putting your car in park and revving your engine all night long. And they don't start really recovering until about two o'clock in the morning. So that's something really important to kind of understand how the nervous system works. And then we can kind of game it so that we can stack the deck in, on your behalf uh, instead of the things that kind of work against us, we can actually get to the place where we can transition the negative stress and then get to the place where our body can replenish and actually heal and give us more energy. Wow, this is really answering a lot of questions in my mind because I've been told about the breathing exercises but never shown what you just showed. <laughs> I just had to take it by faith. <laughs> yeah, that's it. So we're going to put the science behind it right now. And, and what you've experienced um, on your own, uh, we'll give you the scientific explanation about why that works and, and why it's so important to be able to engage it. So if we can go back uh, to our next uh, slide, I'll show you how uh, what, the, what the breathing exercises actually look like in the nervous system and, uh, and how anybody can do these to replenish energy. So at this particular point in slide, just past 1400 or 1430, you'll see that it's green during the day. And this is where it's really spectacular because a lot of people don't really think that they can do anything that matters because it can be so overwhelming when you're dealing with depression and with anxiety, when you haven't slept well, nothing seems to work right. And you can't get your body and your brain to do what you want it to do. 
Well, at 1400, where you see that green, that's actually a session where I have somebody wired up and I'm measuring their nervous system and we're actually doing breathing exercises and engaging positive emotions like peace and love and, and joy and to be able to actually do that in the nervous system. So we did that in the office, but then it's like, hey, can I do that at home? And again, at 2200, this individual always experiences that spike of stress because of the PTSD and the flashbacks at night because of the, the timing of the event that they went through. And you'll see that they were able to get into the green before going to sleep. And they created all this green and all this recovery while they're sleeping at that time. That is a great thing because what it does is it's like charging the cell phone back up, but it gives your body and your brain and all those vital functions in your body resources to be able to navigate the stress and to be able to deal with it much more effectively. You know, I'm glad that you also combined the PTSD with anxiety and depression because it's basically working all in tandem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and there's, there's no question. Um, traumatic events have a way of just, you know, hammering every good part of, of us and they just drain us. And, and there's times where uh, PTSD can, you know, you know, bring on that depression. You know, there's times usually, you know, where people will experience a, a hyper response and it could be anger. It could be, you know, pacing the floor. It can, you know, be a whole bunch of energy. And then the, the other side of that coin is where you're just completely zapped because your body has been working so hard dealing with the stress. Um, in fact, this particular slide actually shows that. So what we see here is uh, a, a slide that actually can show um, the impact of, of how certain events can provide a trigger for PTSD and what they do to us in terms of our power in our body, but also we can actually do something that makes a tremendous impact. Well, on the left side of the screen, you see it says energy depleting event. What that was is somebody was watching the news and it was a live feed of a terrorist attack uh, in Paris, actually about five years ago. And you could see that their heart rate was only 59. It was at the very beginning here. They weren't really worked up yet. But I want you to look at the one that says power, 347. That's a very low number and it's gonna make sense in just a second when I talk about the other side. So they were actually angry at the terrorists and it just drains us. So we've all been around somebody where we feel emotionally drained. It might be somebody that was judgmental or critical or angry at us and we, it just feels like it drains us and you actually gotta lay down, take a nap when it's over. Same thing here. When you re-experience the painful past and all that anger and all the, the fear and the anxiety, it really takes a lot of resources. Now, here's the good news. In just one minute, this person shifted from being angry to doing a breathing exercise where they're breathing in on five seconds and breathing out on five seconds, just like breathing right through the heart into the belly button, just nice and slow, nice and easy. And their heart rate's still about the same but the recovery in their nervous system went up about 30% in one minute. But look at the power. It goes from 347 to 1305 in just one minute. So wow. our breathing patterns make a tremendous difference. And they also had a shift in their emotions away from the anger to actually um, care and concern for the victims and, and praying for peace and praying for recovery and healing in their lives. Incredibly powerful example of how this all works and comes together that this is more than just light at the end of the tunnel. You literally can can create resources for your body and brain to draw on. Holy cow. That This is truly amazing. Um, like, like I was explaining before, doing the breathing exercises, I basically took it on faith that it would work and then sure enough yeah. it did and That's it continues right. to work. And so now I understand why. 
That's right. So that's just one small thing that you can do uh, for people to, to actually make that change. And, and, and I do that in the PTSD survival schools that we do all over the country is we actually connect people to a computer. Um, it's called biofeedback and just lets them know how their breathing pattern and then also learning to shift emotions away from the things that drain us to the things that actually restore us and renew us. It's literally like putting money in the bank account. And I've never had anyone yet that said, you know, Tim, I really don't want more money in my bank account, right? Mm -hmm. Same thing in our body and our brain. We want more resources to be able to draw on. So I can't promise a cure here, but what I can promise and substantiate is that our body can regulate the stress better and we can move from the things that uh, make life difficult to being able to get into a better place and to be able to function well. Thank you so much for sharing this with us. I believe that knowing this is going to give us more power to fight off of the the draining that takes place with the triggering that happens to us. It, exactly. So, um, you know, and it works both for the high anxiety and it also works for the times where you feel depression. And, you know, people can say, hey, I'm not experiencing emotions now that I feel are healthy or productive. And it puts control where you don't feel control. And it puts it right back in, in you put your back in the driver's seat and lets you know that you can do something about it um, to be able to make that shift. So that's a great thing. So what would you think about doing a smash party? My guest last week was talking about a therapy that she uses with her clients and they smash the smithereens out of something. And then um, yeah. right after that, they do a meditation. So now I understand the meditation. Meditate, yeah. Meditation is that breathing, is bringing in control over all of yeah. what's taking place. Oh yeah. my goodness, I think this is all becoming to, to make more sense. Yeah, so with the smash party, you know, you're able to get that physiological release. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do that. Some people do it through exercise. Some people could be a punching bag. You know, you always want to make sure it's, it's going to be productive and safe, right? And so you have the ability to, to work off the physical stress and then get to a place where you feel uh, safety, you feel peace, you feel that sense of stability. Um, and that right there literally replenishes the power and the reserves in our body that affects so many systems. See, guys? So we're on the right track with doing our smash party. All right. Well, we have a date and time set now, July 2nd at 5 p.m., Central Time, which is 6 p.m. Eastern Time, I understand. 4 p.m. Mountain Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time. I'm gonna get all these time zones. Um, but we're that's the live, that's gonna be. But again, you can do this anytime you want. But if you wanna join the party and be in a group of live people doing it all at the same time, where we're gonna smash something, and then we're gonna sit down and calm down, just like Dr. Wiles said. Yeah. Do that breathing. Yeah. Then July 2nd is the date. And I'll tell you more about what's going to take place as we get closer to July. But mark that on your calendar. It's just 30 minutes on July 2nd where we're going to have a smash party. Tim, thank you so much for being on this episode and this broadcast. And for bringing this information to us. I don't know about everybody else, but I sure feel better, even knowing that my breathing works and why it works. <laughs> right. We'll be back in, the, in just a moment after this message. 
Mike Merwin here, U.S. Navy retired submarine officer turned entrepreneur. I turned my hobby of 25 plus years making beef jerky into a thriving small business. Made in small batches with only high quality ingredients, it's not good, it's crazy good. A portion of all proceeds helps save military lives. Order now on www.crazymikesjerky.com using code CB10 for 10% off. Hi everyone, I'm Casey. I'm a co-host with Kurt Roscoff on the TDC Today Show, Milwaukee. Make sure you tune in as we showcase amazing guests and talk about amazing topics. Thank you. You've been listening to Veterans Onward to Prosperity and Dr. Tim Wiles talking to us about how we can gain control over what would seem like a very uncontrollable life situation dealing with PTSD, anxiety, and depression. Next week, we're going to continue the same conversation with another guest, and I simply would like for everybody to stay tuned. And until next week, be all you can be and be the best person you can be.